The Retro Lounge is a look back into the archives of the Recruiters Lounge podcast with Jim Stroud and Karen Matinen. The Recruiters Lounge podcast posted weekly between the years of 2005 and 2010. With energy, wit, and opposite points of view, <laughs> Jim Stroud and Karen Madden discussed, debated, and squabbled like children over HR issues that affected the workplace and society overall for the benefit of all who would listen. This episode of the Recruiter's Lounge originally aired on October 25th, 2008. The original title was called Layoff Rumors, and this was the original description. Jim and Karen discussed the rumors of big layoffs at Yahoo, pre-tape before the big announcement, obviously. The profit side of rumors and the dirty, rotten scoundrels who party with government bailout dollars. Uh, make that alleged dirty, rotten scoundrels. <laughs> this is another good one. Tune in to hear for yourself, and you will hear what we said way back on October 25th, 2008, after this brief word from my sponsor. Do you love four-letter words? Who doesn't? And then you mix recruiting news and insights in with those four-letter words. I'm Cheese. And I'm Chad. And we are the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. We, we out. Hi, I'm Jim Stroud. And this is Karen Matinen. And welcome to the Recruiter's Lounge. The Recruiter's Lounge is a podcast of news, interviews, and commentary on the recruiting industry, and it was designed with you in mind. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your time in the Recruiter's Lounge. Hey guys, Jim Stroud here. Wanted to give you a heads up on a new webinar that I'm giving uh, very soon on November 1st, which is the first Saturday uh, in November. Uh, it's called Confessions of a Job Search Strategist. If you are looking for work or know someone who is that can use some free job hunting tips, by all means, please send them my way. The address, uh, actually, to send them to is www.howtofindajobontheinternet.com. That's www.howtofindajobontheinternet.com. Boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome once again to another exciting episode of the Recruiters Lounge. I'm your host with the most, Jim Stroud, and with me in the lounge chair, as always, my BFF, Karen. How are you, Karen? Oh, what happened to the cute, beautiful, and all that wonderful stuff? <sighs> I look forward to that. What, Only time I get uh, it every day. What? Okay. Uh, Don't worry about it. That's fine. I'll live with it. Sitting with me in the lounge chair is <laughs> the 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 cute. Oh, forget it! Now it's gonna lose this. It's uh, lost the glory. Let's there. move on. Blah blah blah. Exactly. How are you doing, Jim? I'm doing well. <laughs> Exasperated. No, I'm fine. Hey, mm -hmm. and you've got that new class coming up. I mean, you must be really excited. Yes, for those who don't know about it, I am doing a class called Confessions of a Job Search Strategist where I detail the things I did to find work during the last recession in 2002. And if you want to uh, sign up for this class, um, do it now as opposed to later because it's filling up, as you might imagine. 
um, you can go to www.howtofindajoboneinternet.com. That's www.howtofindajoboneinternet.com. I'm go. excited. I'm definitely going to sign up this next one. Mm-hmm. I missed the last one. I heard it was good, though. Thank you. I check, I just checked the stats on that just uh, just a few minutes ago. We're up to 106 people have signed up so far. Wow. Isn't that amazing? 106? Now, I'm hoping that's not because the economy sucks. That's probably why. <laughs> you know, well, you know what? I've been watching. There's a couple sites out there, and also Hirocentrics also has a place where you, people can post their resumes as well. Okay. But I'm seeing a lot of, and it's only for recruiters, okay? It's for recruiters or people in the HR industry, um, including attorneys as well. So anybody in the HR industry, I should say, not just recruiters, uh-huh. the human resources industry. But anyways, um, I've been noticing a lot of people out there more people than there are jobs for recruiters recently. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's an interesting time. I was looking actually. I had tweeted about this for people who um, who are who are on Twitter. Um, check out my check out my Twitter page, uh, twitter.com/slash/jimstrap. And one of the tweets that I put out uh, just the other day was a rumor. Actually, it's, uh, I can't really call it an unverified rumor because. I guess I can call it an unverified rumor because it has not an official announcement has not been posted, but an unofficial announcement has been uh, circulating around the halls of Yahoo that Yahoo is going to lay off about 3,500 people, um, chiefly in sales and finance, on December 10th. Right after. Hmm. Are you sure about that? That is what I heard, which is why I say unconfirmed rumor. Um, what I have heard is from people who work there who have emailed me or tweeted me or whatever saying. Well, they fired a lot of people allegedly back in January. There was a rumor back then as well, really. But I'm curious if that's true because I know that Yahoo was actually trying to expand back here in California, but actually in San Diego, they just were planning to expand and grow down here and hire quite a lot of people. They just built a brand-new office, a huge office out here. And one of the things that I was told is that they were bringing their company, they're bringing everybody from outside of America into America. Well, they're, back, they're insourcing. I'm wondering if that's possibly where people, the rumors may be coming from, is because they're letting go of all the people that's not in America. I don't know. All I can say is that I've heard from multiple sources that. Well, you know how rumor mills that, can start. Somebody that's what I said. It's not an official announcement has not gone out yet. Yeah, and I'm really going to uh, say that I really question that very far, the data on that. But what I've heard, but what I've heard is that it's 3,500, uh, chiefly in sales and finance, mm-hmm. and it's going to, and they're going to do it on December 10th. Well, you know why they do it wrong. Well, hold on, right? while still keeping plans for a multi-million-dollar holiday party. Well, do you know why they do? Um, they always which is the party they're going to have before the cuts? Go, go ahead, go ahead. Go they ahead. often do. Uh, companies try to fire people right before Christmas because it's the hol- because they don't have to pay the holiday bonus. Ooh. It's cheaper for them to do that. It's much for. It's better for their profit and loss. Their P and L doesn't take as much as a bite when they do it around the holiday time. Also, it's right before the new year. That's kind of scummy. Key. Yeah. It is. Uh, most companies, I mean, big companies do it. A lot of big companies do it, and that's the unfortunate part. It is scummy. But that's you know what? But see, if this is true, and you know, I'm not speaking for Yahoo at, at any rate, so I, you know, don't take me to task on it. But if that is true, if they're cutting these people on December 10th to save the bottom line, 
the rumor I heard is that they're still keeping plans to have a multi-million dollar holiday party yeah. days before the cut. So my hey, hey, Jay and that did another party again. So I'm, so I'm thinking, you know, why not cancel the party and give the money to the people who you're cutting off? I'm telling you right now, I questioned the rumor, especially as I said, they just built the office here in San Diego. I was told because Yahoo, by the way, is partially also owned by SBC. A lot of people do not know SBC is also as AT&T. And so the thing about it, partially, I mean, they have like a, own 15 to 25% stock, and they're all bringing all these people from South America into their insourcing. I've seen the office with my own eyes. I see the people that they're hiring down here. I don't know. I mean, and you I know what else I heard too? And this what? is all this is all rumor. Okay. So, I, let me just Google's firing too. I heard about that. I heard there was no. I heard they were slashing severance packages. Google or Yahoo? Hey, Yahoo. Oh, I don't know, man. I heard. I mean, little birdies tell me that they that they slash severance packages. That one I could believe. But that would also, but then again, I question that also too because of the government. Government mm. has an issue about severance packages being uh, severance packages being slashed when there's a mass layoff, or if there's any layoffs. And they had a mass layoff back last year, and early this year. So I don't know. It's kind of sounding. Kind of, I don't know. It's kind of weird, but when you hear things like their head of finance, mm-hmm. this guy um, Roger Avanesian, if I'm mm-hmm. his name right, and if I'm not, forgive me for butchering your name for not saying it right. But uh, he was the head of finance over at their Santa Monica group, and he's gone. Well, yeah. He left. So whether when the head of finance leaves, um, doesn't say that you know the company is just you know. Going to go ahead and cut all these folks. I just said it just feeds the rumor mill. They hired somebody else to take his place, a guy named Bain, B A I N. Well, I'm sure, but it feeds feeds the rumor mill. It feeds the rumor mill. Okay, it's all, and that probably is what's going to feed the rumor mill because when they hire somebody big like that, they're going to usually think, oh, when you hire somebody, it means he's going to fire people, you know? I don't know. Are they laying off people? Are they firing people because they're trying to get rid of the fat? Or if they're trying to get rid of the fat, are they doing it because they just think that some people are overpaid and not doing the job? I mean, is that what possibly could be happening, too? Could they say, look, we're going to fire people who aren't that we see not, and we're replacing them? Maybe are they cutting jobs or are they cutting people? That's another interesting story to ask. Hmm. See, because hmm. they may be firing people, but they may be firing people saying, hey, you have. Uh, you're not bringing profit, and you're not you, you're not uh, advantageous to our company, and we're replacing you. We're not replacing. Not replace. Well, so we're not getting rid of the job. We're just replacing you. You know what? That that sounds good. Um, maybe that's the case. Uh, we'll and you never know. You gotta wait and see. Because as I said, I've seen the big ass building down here, and I know people are recruiting. <laughs> Sorry for the language, guys, but. I like for them to be dropped, cutting fat one area like that, and you're talking a lot of finance people. That's an area that you'd be questioning. Why are they Why would they be? Cu- hey, well then again, that may make sense. AIG and all these makes other sense. companies, finance makes people. Sense. Huh? How do you think it makes sense? Well, okay. Right now, who are the biggest areas that we've seen the biggest amount of fraud and stuff like that in regards to business? And the finance area, right? Right. And where have you seen a lot of problems coming about has been in the 
finance area, right? No, oranges. I mean, the finance the finances are hitting up. Uh, Issues hitting the whole country, it's not, you know, Yahoo is powerful, but they're not affecting the entire country. No, we're not talking about the country, but we're maybe it's talking about themselves. Has Yahoo in the financial area been hit because they couldn't get the money, the loans, et cetera, and so their aspect of finance, have they have also been tainted because of this problem, too, and now they're going to also clean house, like everybody else has done in their financial areas. i tell you what, if you had some money right now to invest, would you invest in Yahoo right now? Why not? Yeah, actually, I would. Yeah, I would too. Because yeah. I know Yahoo's one of these companies. Even cut, even they keep cutting people like like this, and it just and it gets things get worse. <laughs> no, they're gonna bounce back. It's one of actually, the, I just finished reading an article that says Yahoo's actually fat, not bad, but fat. Uh, this is an article that I'm reading right now that came out September twenty eighth, twenty fifth, and it's on the Alley Insider. And they were basically saying they calling it the Yahoo Fat Farm, saying that they still are over. Basically, they need to. They said they need to fire three thousand people and cut a similar amount of non-headcount costs. Here's the question: Is this where the rumor started? Hmm. That's an interesting. Is this guy speculation saying that it's over? It's too fat. But you know, is that where the rumor started? There's another question. Rumors happen too fast in business. And you know what? What will happen with rumors like this? They usually happen on purpose. Sometimes a company, you see, I don't, they don't want to fire you. It costs more money to fire you. They'd rather you scared, scared and walk. So what a company can and will do sometimes, it is worth to have the stock drop a little bit. Okay, a lot of people are getting scared. But if they need to get rid of 3,000 people, they would rather you walk out of the door rather than firing you. And it's cheaper. I don't got to pay you work for a workman's comp, social security, unemployment. So you think it's a, so you think putting out a rumor they're going to lay lay off a whole people way of saving money in the long run so people could just leave. It has happened before so many times. It is unbelievable how how often that happens. That's like evil genius if that's the case. That's not evil genius. It's like normal and in, in business. This is called business 101. You know what I mean? This is what the evil genius. I mean, why not just tell people, look, this is this is what we got to do now. I've seen because I know companies will say, look, we got to cut. If you leave now, take this piece, take this carrot, and go with you. What is supposed there's to be? a thirty percent rule also out there. It's called the pink slip law. Okay, loosely translated to pink slip law. If a company has to fire about thirty percent of a company, they have to also give out pink slips. Then they have to help them with their outsourcing, and they also have to give them some kind of like a severance package. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just telling you guys, if, if this is what they're planning to do, if they're going to try to do it over a period of time to make sure they don't do this massive layoff. And I'd rather people walk. And this is business 101. I mean, it really isn't genius. It's something that happens all the time. It's nasty, but that's corporate for you. Somebody just sent me a tweet, actually, um, about it. They're saying how it's not just in sales and finance. They're cutting people on their sourcing team, too. Really? But someone who knows someone, and this is all, again. Again, someone who knows someone who knows someone who started the rumor. Well, no, someone who knows someone knows someone on their sourcing team, and they said they were cutting people. Okay, I'm usually one for, I'm always often called the naysayer. And this time, I'm going to be a naysayer on the more positive side. I'm questioning the rumor on this one. Having lived in San, living in San Diego, knowing where SBC is also head, grandfathered into, you know, and SBC, again, is AT&T, which, by the way, still 
Park owns Yahoo. And nah. I mean, Yahoo could have also, if they were hurting that badly, believe me, there'd be party, there would be part Microsoft by now. Well, you know what? You know what I mean? Now, I'm wondering if my now the last article I read about the Microsoft Yahoo deal was that Microsoft said, "Okay, you snooze, you lose." And now we're not going to <laughs> interested in you anymore, which I think is a farce. I think Microsoft was just saying, "Okay, we'll wait till the shares go down even further." It <sighs> all at a at a okay. basement price. Here's the thing that most people don't realize: by the time that somebody in the public hears about an acquisition. The SEC has approved this, and this thing had been talked about, and everything has gone through over years ago. It takes years for an acquisition to become formalized, especially with two huge corporations like this. So by the time we're hearing about it, that thing has already been formalized. It's been signed, seen, and delivered. So by the way, so usually you will find companies also dropping rumors about acquisitions to see stock go up and see stock go down. And they do that also for short sales or also just for sales. Well, I'll read an article here now, dated October 16th, for those who um, or who care. But um, they're quoting Microsoft uh, CEO Steve Ballmer. Mm-hmm. He said a deal with Yahoo may still make economic sense for it makes that, yeah, exactly. companies, which puts their stock up 11%. Yep. And he said, while there may be continuing opportunity to pursue a partnership, uh, there are no discussions right now. Exactly. Now, here's another thing. Do you honestly think ATT slash SBC is going to allow that to just happen like that? They have a say in this. Well, I mean, can you percent of Yahoo, believe me, as big as they are, they got a say in this. And no, they wouldn't let Microsoft just come in and swoop in. See, that's, that when I saw, heard that was going to happen, I was, like, laughing when people were like, oh, and I saw the stock going up, and I'm like, boy, I should be buying Microsoft stock now. You know, when I first had an inkling that this was going to happen, I mean, very first, and this is this is this is what you can do for any company. To, we have a major two major companies talking about talk, getting together. When uh, Microsoft MSN Messenger became compatible with Yahoo Instant Messenger, exactly, I, that's a deal. I said a merger's coming, an acquisition, a merger, something major is about to happen. Well, actually, that had a lot to do with AT and T. How so? Okay, if you. I own I I'm AT&T slash SBC um, user. Okay, mm. I have Yahoo Instant Messenger. Right. All right, and that also have because of this MSN Messenger, and what they have done to make sure that I don't leave AT&T Yahoo, you know, AT&T slash SBC slash Yahoo as my email provider and as my service provider plus my telephone provider and all this other. They want me to use the whole gamut, and what they try to do is to make sure that I have all the resources at my finger. You can guarantee that they're going to also be trying to work with AOL and everything else because that's just how AT&T is. They want to own a monopoly in the telecom world in the United States of America. That's why they were once called Mabel, and then they split a long time ago, and now they're back to becoming the very fame that they were when they were Mabel. AT&T and SBC is basically Mabel reformed. Hmm. Okay, I mean, that's the thing is, we don't, because what happened is, SBC actually owns AT&T, but the reason we don't know that is because everybody knows AT&T, but not everybody knows who SBC is. Right. So they decided to allow AT&T name to take over, even though it was SBC who actually purchased AT&T. Now, again, why do you think also that most people don't know about the 15% purchase of Yahoo? 
A lot of people don't know that. No. Why do you think that? I mean, that's a huge deal. Because they want they don't want to have any monopoly discussions thrown in their face. Absolutely. But this thing has been around forever. Right. Again, when you hear about a merger or acquisition, again, you got to look at it. If there's a merger and acquisition, that means that this has been going down for years. And at the time we hear about it, it means that the deal is now finally sealed and delivered. Hmm. And that's the thing people don't realize. If we're hearing about it, it means it's actually done. It's a done deal. Because the reason you can't know about it if they're actually just talking is because it would mess with the stock market. And that means that there's somebody who's giving out insider information. By the time you hear about it, the reason it's not insider information is it's a done deal. And the SEC has approved it. But you can look, if the SEC approved it, then it's public information and you can look. Exactly. That's the reason. But the thing is, it takes years for things like this to happen. Years. So your speculation is that the deal is done, no one's saying anything just yet. If it was done. It's not done because it's not happening. Because they're not going to go out there and say, we're not discussing it, and then two years or a year from now find out that they are doing it. It would be a lie. They're not discussing it. They're not discussing it. Mm. Hey, there was a long time people were out there thinking that a particular company that I work with as a client was going to be purchased or bought by one of the other big companies. Well, let's put Honeywell, Johnson Controls, uh, United Technology. You know, I mean, it was this huge thing going on out there, okay? Right. I even believed it. My God. All right? And the problem is, is that I remember Honeywell stock went up 15% because of this rumor. It was a rumor. So if someone were extremely clever, they could orchestrate a rumor, let the stock price get up really high, sell when it's high, and then walk away? Yeah, but the thing is you might also want to orchestrate a rumor to make it go down as well. Because you can buy it back cheap. Right. It's called sell and short. And repeat is necessary. Rinse, repeat. Short selling is what it's called. It's called what? Short selling. Mm. Okay, you might want to short sell your own stuff. But is this all illegal? Yeah. Can you go to jail for this stuff? Absolutely. But it's just one person saying the rumor to somebody that makes it a rumor now that comes a huge rumor mill. Right. And one person can actually create a rumor. And I saw this happen where a stock, I mean, it can pollute the stock market tremendously. And it can never can be done intentionally. It could just be somebody getting a rumor from someone, and then the rumor, hey, I told one or two people that I thought this was going to happen to when, when I heard, you know, some of these people had told me, hey, they thought that it was going to happen, and I said, hey, you know, I heard some people tell me that they thought it might happen. You know, and unfortunately, I didn't know anything for sure, so at least I can legally talk about this because this was just my belief, and I didn't hear from anybody from the company. Okay, I heard it from people on the rumor mill on the street. Now, unfortunately, people like myself talking about it, unfortunately, could create a problem of the stock. It can cause an implosion of the stock or it can cause an explosion of the stock. Hmm. And there's the problem with rumors in big companies. And the problem is, is that who's giving the rumor? Is that person believable? You giving a rumor about something like they say, like, for example, if you, you worked at Google and you worked at Microsoft, and if you mentioned that you believed that Google was firing tons of people, trust me, a lot of people are going to trust what you're saying, and they're going to either sell or buy stock. Right. 
And guess what that's going to do? That stock's going to go up or go down more, which will then now create a problem. Right. For someone, just because somebody trusted your judgment. This is all so amazing. It is amazing, and it's just why I say I really, really, because living here and seeing that new building that Yahoo built, I question the validity on this. Somebody could write, I mean, I look at this article this guy wrote, and it sounds very feasible what he's writing, because it sounds like he's got some good information. But then again, it's his information, him just going ahead and sleeping one night, waking up saying, I'm bored, I need to write an interesting story. Hmm. Hmm. Well, we're going to know for sure December 10th if the rumor was real or not. i got to tell you right now, because of this rumor and because we're having this conversation, it ain't going to happen December 10th. Well, I can guarantee that now. Yahoo, this is this will get back to Yahoo. You're, you know, and Yahoo's not just because we're great. We don't have you. Okay, just remember, we're not that important, but we do have listeners, right? Mm-hmm. But here's the issue that comes about. You ever heard uh, that the Burger King advertisement that got to a million people out of five emails? Yeah. Right. The well, sub- that uh, is how subservient chicken. The subservient chicken. Right. Viral marketing. It's not because we're important, and it doesn't mean that we're famous, but because of viral marketing, you can guarantee that this is going to be a conversation on the water cooler now. Yeah. Because that's just viral marketing. Well, I think if they are going to do it, it will happen in December, whether it happens on December 10th or not. It won't happen in December. It will happen after January now because of this you conversation. Think, so wait, you said earlier about the bottom line and saving money and – all that kind of stuff. You think because people are talking, it wouldn't be worth the ROI now. Because money now? Speaking, it wouldn't be worth the ROI. People are going to start talking about it. <laughs> it would make them look bad. Wait, wait, wait. You think people talking about it is, is going to outweigh the desire to make money? I'm going to give you a perfect example. Not long ago, Mark Walmart decided to go ahead and sue the family of a woman who was crippled, could never work again, who had been injured on the job. They sued her for her insurance money. Cause, I remember that. Right. Remember that. Well, they ended up selling the case. Even though they were legally right and they could have gotten the insurance money from this woman, they ended up not going after it, even though they won, and they left, left the case where left her alone and just walked away because it was better worth their reputation and their image to just let it go. How is laying off 3,500 people during a recession going to hurt Yahoo's reputation? Because of things that we were just discussing. Because they're going to throw a big party? Because of the party, the return of the investment would be better for them not to have the party, but giving money to their people instead. Is it really worth them going ahead and doing that now? Are they doing it at this time frame, even though it's shoddy, just because it could save money? All these things are now questions that are going to become questionable. Hmm. And that's going to make them look bad. So now it's not a feasible thing to do. Well, that would depend on how far this podcast uh, travels and how viral it becomes, and I guess how viral the rumor um, of it uh, spreads between. Well, we just cr- okay. We just created a different rumor. What's Think that? about it. What? We just created a different rumor with not intending to create a rumor and having a discussion about this and all 100% speculation and based upon our personal opinion only. This is no fact derived in here. Okay. That's true. There's no facts here. It's all rumors. Exactly. Don't go buying stock. And that's just it. Everything we're saying.
everything is based on hearsay, that there's no validity in anything that we're saying. So don't utilize our information and say that we know what we're talking about. Because I am not an economist been very good at helping predict what was going to happen now, but I am still, but that's because I read a lot. I try to read to find out and understand what goes on behind these little crooked minds of people that create their, I mean, I mean like, for example, AIG. Did you hear about what AIG just recently did? No, I didn't hear about that. What? All right. AIG went and had another party, this time in England, for their executives. The government just came out today and said to AIG, you do any more spending at all, we are going to put you guys in jail. So they went and had a party to celebrate that? <laughs> they had a party this time for their executives in England. Another $100,000 down the drain. They blew $100,000 to give parties to some executives. This time it was the executives in England. They went and they shot skeet and shot some, they did hunting and, but nice resort too, by the way. I didn't even know that Is England it, had palm trees. What were they celebrating? It was just a party for the executives, like the other one was for party for their for their employees. And I still don't get that. I know some people get that, but I'm like, you know what? You postpone it because that's taxpayers' money. You don't hold parties to help. You've got to say that's a profession. Tell people, tell people who AIG is. Uh, I don't know what the acronym stands for. Something like American Investment. American Investment Group? I think so. That's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. I'm looking now. Okay, well, these guys are a huge insurance firm. And, oh, Another one is Lehman Brothers. They also in trouble again too, because then Lehman Brothers, right before they got busted and needed to get bailed out, they had told a couple, looking like a week before, they told the government they got no problems, things are okay, and we're fine, we're not going bankrupt. So basically, they lied to the government. Okay. I'm, I'm, re I'm reading an article here, and I'm going to let's say the URL in a second, but it's, it's I'm reading um, what is Boston.com. Mm-hmm. It says uh, the New York Attorney, uh, General Andrew Cuomo, is investigating an unwarranted and outrageous expenditure at American International Group. That's what it is, International Group, okay. Received an $85 billion federal bailout last month. So I can see the outrage. If the government had to bail you out to the tune of $85 billion. No, no, they ha actually, let's rephrase this. They had two parties. This one's new. This one happened like last weekend or last week. Oh, so wait a minute. So they even happened last week. Last month, they received $85 billion federal right. bailout. Now the they're the grand party. Right, so they had the first party, and that one was done in California. And that was done in one of those really expensive, beautiful resorts down here. Gorgeous. I mean, totally. That was a couple hundred thousand dollars in itself. And that one was for the employees, uh, some sales guys, or, you know, it was like a bonus reward, kind of like, kiss, keep you care. We don't want you to leave. Everything's great. The government gave us money. Boo hoo, woo hoo. And their argument was that the party was meant, was already in the works. They had already basically had it, ready to go, and they didn't want to cancel it. It just looks bad. Well, so a hundred, two hundred thousand dollar party, or a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars. Two hundred thousand was the first one. You just received a bailout from the government, right? And then they turn around. Now the government was like, had asked them about this party last month. They said, wait, wait, wait. How could you have thrown this party? And the guy was like, well, I didn't know we were having it. I'm sorry. We shouldn't have had it. You're right. We're sorry. We were, but it was meant to try to make the moral compass go up. Everybody feel good about our company. So they said, well, you don't do anything like that again. Well, this morning, the news says they did. This time it was all the executives that were on them this one. Only the executives this time. 
This one was only a hundred thousand, not two hundred thousand. So, but gee. But you know, people who may want to look out that particular um, uh, story, they can go to tinyurl.com/six. Q is in queen, V is in violin, T is in tree, seven Z is in zebra. That's well. Actually, what I want to do is also look up the second infraction. Now, my husband. Oh no! But I, hold on, hold on. This, this, this address is going to send people to to an article where they can read about both of those things. Okay. It's tinyurl. dot com slash six Q V T seven Z. Now, here's another thing I'd like to emphasize on this, too. Like, I was talking to my husband, and we were talking about the bailout money. Right. And we were talking about, you know, the moral compass of many of these individuals, that they would do something like this, okay? And one of the things that totally scares me is that we haven't cleared the houses of these people, on these companies. The same rotten CEOs and the same rotten executives who got us into this problem in the first place are still at these companies. And we're giving these guys 80, you know, billions of dollars to say, hey, why don't you go ahead and help re-stimulate our economy? Without clearing them out or without investigating them or without saying, we need to get rid of you and bring new people in. So here's the problem that comes from this. The same mentality that got us into this mess is still present present in these companies. So these people are they really going to go ahead and have the company and our in this our economy at best heart? They didn't before, or are they going to worry about their back pocket, knowing very well that they are going to get fired probably in the long run, and they might as well take care of themselves in the interim before well, they do so? Aren't, wouldn't they be risking jail time? They're going to probably get that anyways, but no, I don't think so, because you see, AIG didn't care, did they? Let's take the mentality of AIG. Did they cancel this party? Did they do anything better? No. They were told by the government last month not to do this. They told the government on TV when they had the Senate committee looking at them and saying, what in hell's name were you doing? And they still went ahead and did this. So do you think they really care about this? You have to prove that they knew. Anyways, and they know them. They could try to find ways. And, but you also got to remember, who do they know? Why is it that these people are not being busted for this stuff in the first place? And why haven't we cleaned house? Obviously, these people know people who know people. And, by the way, it is an election year. And on that note, uh, the, top, the clock on the wall says we're out of time. If you have any questions or comments about the issues we discuss here on the Critters Lounge, feel free to give us a, a email. You can reach me at uh, Jim at TheRecruitersLounge.com, or you can reach Karen at TheRecruitersLounge.com. And we're always uh, happy to hear from our listeners. Absolutely. So if you have any additional questions or comments, feel free, by all means, email us, and we will entertain your uh, questions and comments on the air in our next podcast. So if all hearts and minds are clear, I'm going to say bye-bye to Karen. So, Karen, bye-bye. Bye-bye, everyone, and thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Well, that's it for this show. You've been a wonderful audience. If you like what you heard, love what you heard, or <laughs> just plain hate what you just heard, uh, let me know. Your feedback matters. You can reach me through my website at jimstroud.com slash podcast. That's J-I-M-S-T-R-O-U-D dot com slash podcast. So until next time, I'm Jim Stroud and... You're not. Radio, 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 talent. Innovative audio.
on demand. And so this ends this edition of the Retro Lounge, home of classic episodes of the Recruiter's Lounge podcast. If you haven't already, uh, subscribe now so you don't miss a future episode. Okay, cool. Until next time, bye-bye. That's what ransomware is all about. It's psychological pressure. Ransomware, when your computer's hacked into and your data held ransom. Attacks are on the rise and Russian gangs are making billions of dollars. The moment I got that message, I knew our greatest fears that we ever have are starting to come true. The post-Cold War era is over. Dot com, the hacking. A new season from Crowd Network with me, Katie Puckrick. Just search for dot com, that's D-O-T-C-O-M, and subscribe.